The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much Maybe it's just you're not enough for me Can't you see? I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour, and this week we have a story from author Allison Moon. How's your week going? Mine is going so much better this week, thanks to you. Whatever I said last week, y'all really responded to it. So I had a bunch of voice memos this week, and is there anything that makes me happier than a voice memo? Not much, because I love to hear your voices. And I had a whole bunch of them. And uh, I discovered they were in my other email address. Uh, so send them to bodystorytelling at gmail if you can, because that's the best one. But I discovered that I had a few, and I listened to three already this week. And I want to say thank you to those people. They were so uplifting. It was so great to hear your voices. And I thought about putting them on the podcast right here, but... I was torn in that place. As I often say, I have imposter syndrome. Well, this week it just felt particularly self-aggrandizing to just play a bunch of love letters to me, even if other people's voices were doing it. So I am not going to put them on here, but I am going to personally respond to each one of them. So if you sent me a voice memo, I'm going to send you a voice memo back. I want to say thank you to Shane. Shane, your country accent really just made my day and I listened to it like three times and I love that you were sitting in a pickup truck in a Walmart talking to me with a country accent in Florida that really just did it and your southern accent will kick up my southern accent and so it'll be like this whole you know never-ending circle thing and people like it when I get southern for some reason I guess it's because my name is Dixie but I really loved your message Shane I loved Jessica's message where she talked to me about whether or not the Dixie Ramble was foreplay. And I liked the way she said, I don't know, I don't really get off on the stories. It's not like, you know, that kind of foreplay. It's radical honesty. And I love hearing what you think. It's really important to me because, you know, if you don't have a lot of interaction with other people, then you just kind of make up stories in your own head and usually I only use the word stories in a positive way but I know a lot of people like to say use story in a negative way oh you're making up stories that's not necessarily true so thank you for letting me know what you think Jessica and finally to Laura Laura your message really brightened my day because you used a voice memo feature for the very first time just because I asked you to it's pretty handy isn't it And 
get over that weirdness you probably have about listening to yourself. We all have that. Nobody sounds like themselves inside their head, I'm sure. But you did a great job. It was great getting to hear your voice. I heard you kind of stall out because you thought, oh, I had great things to say and I lost it because you were trying to deal with technology. That's the thing about voice memos. But it's simple to use. And I encourage more of you to send me voice memos. I would put you on the podcast. I would get to feel closer to you. And I know podcasting is supposed to be me talking to you, but I want to hear you talk to me. And emails are fantastic. Don't get me wrong. But a voice memo means I get to hear intonation. I get to hear your voice. And I am big on tone. Here's the thing about text messages. When someone sends me a text, because the voice in my head is very mean, it always sounds like, where do you want to go for dinner? And I'm like, oh, God, why are you mad? And they're not. It's just text. But my head does that. And if I get to hear your voice, I get to know what you mean. I can hear. It's just so much better for me. So I want to say thank you to everybody for that. And Laura, you said you loved listening to the stories and you loved the thought of getting on stage at Body and telling a story and that you thought that that would never happen because you feel like you're way too vanilla. Please, please, y'all, every single one of you, don't ever feel like your story's too vanilla. What is Body about? Yes, it's about talking about intimate moments, but most importantly, it's about a relatable, heartfelt moment. That's the story that stands out to you. That's the one that grabs your attention. And when you think story and you look back at your life, there's one. And the great thing about telling your story is you get to examine what that story meant to you. And you convey that in your story. So you're not too vanilla. It's about your heart. You do not have to be like the stories you hear on body because so often, now realize I live in San Francisco. And the people who pitch me stories, we have a huge sexual underground here. And so the stories I get are kind of level 11 stories. I want every kind of story. I want to hear people in San Diego talking about how they met somebody and went on a date. It doesn't have to be crazy. But I just want to hear regular stories from people's lives. It's just a peek at your intimate life. It does not need to be wild. It does not need to be crazy. Yeah, we have plenty of fisting, so we're good. We're probably stocked up for life when it comes to fisting in stories on the podcast. So don't psych yourself out. I spend most of my time telling people, don't psych yourself out. Your story is totally worthy. It's stage worthy. It's worth sharing. And it brings people together to hear your story. Their heart opens up and they realize you're like them. And yes, I am a big old sap. I will admit it. Storytelling is the perfect career for me. This is why this is my passion. Because I just love finding things that bring people together. Social anxiety has gotten much worse since lockdown. And it's harder to communicate and harder to connect than it ever was. And that's one of the things I love about storytelling. It can get you past all the awkwardness. 
and just make you walk up to somebody. You're compelled to say, oh my God, I loved your story. And now you're talking. That's what storytelling is great for. So thank you, Shane, Jessica, and Laura for your voice memos. They meant a lot to me. Such a great gift. I really appreciated it. This week, it's been freezing in San Francisco. It's been raining, and then when it did stop raining, it's just so cold outside. And after I went to Mega Cookie Smackdown last week and ate so many cookies, I'm going to put a photo from Mega Cookie Smackdown on my Patreon so that you can see the many kinds of cookies. And it was still smaller than it's been for a long time. But there were a lot of cookies. And I'm still eating cookies because they sent us all home with huge care packages to take home. So after I got home from that, I was like, well, wouldn't it be good to eat something that wasn't 100% sugar? So I've been on a cooking binge. Last night, I made collards with bacon. And um, as a Southerner, you think I know how to do that. Well, I didn't. And I gave it a try. And I was just craving greens. And it's coming up on New Year's. So greens, black-eyed peas, cornbread, that's how you're supposed to have good luck in the new year. And I'm going to do my best to make that happen because I need 2023 to be a lot different than 2022 was. So I'm going to learn how to make really good black-eyed peas before then. So this was my first pass at collard greens. It had onions. It had bacon. It was a little bitter, but I read up on how to fix that. So my next batch is going to be better. And later on tonight, I'm going to be making my award-winning matzo ball soup. I ever told you about my obsession with matzo ball soup? Well, it is the Dixie Ramble, so I guess I'm going to tell you about it now. I had never had matzo ball soup because I lived in the South, and I don't know why. I mean, they've obviously got it there, but I'd never come across it. And when I moved out here, a Jewish friend introduced me to it. And I was like, oh my God, there's like bread in the soup. This is awesome. And I became obsessed with it. And I asked for a recipe and I started trying to make a batch all the time. I just wanted to get better at it. And I eventually got to where I had two batches. There's one batch for when you're sick, you need it now. That's the faster, more expensive version. And then there's the slow simmering, let's make it really homemade, great version. And my matzo ball soup was awarded best matzo ball soup by six Jewish mothers at a Jewish adoption ceremony I was at many years ago. So I make really good matzo ball soup. I tried it over and over and over again until I perfected the recipe. So tonight I'm going to make a big pot of matzo ball soup. I'm going to sit here with warm fuzzy socks on and I'm going to be eating it looking out the window at the cold. I hope you're staying warm. I hope you've got somebody to snuggle up with and tell stories to. And I'm envious as fuck of you right now, I'll just tell you that. But I I mean, we're in the final stretch. It's the end of the year where it's cold and we need company more than ever. So yeah, find somebody to cuddle up with. Make a big pot of soup. Tell them a story. It's a perfect way to get through this dark, cold time of the year. All this is going to be over soon, I hope. I cannot wait for 2023 to get here. Can you? Is there anything better than stepping out of a steamy bath or shower, sliding between crisp, clean sheets, 
and grabbing your favorite toy and a bottle of high-quality lube? Lube's the key to maximizing pleasure, whether you're alone or with a partner. And ideally, lube should enhance touch, not overpower it. And that's why my favorite lube is Uber Lube. It's a pure premium silicone lube that's uniquely designed to transfer sensation and reduce friction. UberLube offers just the right amount of slip while still allowing for skin-on-skin sensation. Thousands of doctors recommend UberLube to the patients for its simple ingredient list, and it comes in a handy single-hand-use pump for the perfect amount every time. It's great for all kinds of play, vaginal, oral, or anal. UberLube offers long-lasting performance when you want it, then it quickly dissipates without leaving a sticky residue. It cleans up easily, and there's no flavor or scent. Everybody I've introduced UberLube to tells me it's their favorite. Once you try it, you'll never want another kind of a lube after UberLube. And UberLube is offering body storytelling listeners a special offer. 10% off and free shipping when you use the code D-I-X-I-E at uberlube.com. Remember, if you're going to add to your magic moments, you want to make sure you use the highest quality, most body safe ingredients. And on top of that, 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code Dixie at uberlube.com. When it comes to lubrication, it's the best. Uberlube, it lets you feel what you want to feel. My sex and storytelling workshop is finally here. Took me all of 2022, but I did it. How to Be Body, Dixie's secret system for uncensored storytelling is the sex and storytelling workshop you've been asking for. Work with me and a small community of sex positive students to find, craft, and tell your own stories in a fun, open-minded environment. And this is the first time I'm doing this. The workshop includes two levels to choose from. The everything but level for the curious but shy. You want to learn the method. And the all the way level includes private coaching sessions with me, a final performance, and a video of your story to share. My last six workshops sold out. And this is the very first time I'm offering this highly anticipated course. So if you want to learn how to talk about sex in an enjoyable, relatable way, register now. There's a link in the show notes. I'd love to have you in this workshop. This workshop starts in late January, and it's the perfect holiday gift. Still shopping for that special someone? If you're looking for a thoughtful and sexy gift for your partner or friend, look no further than Like a Kitten. Like a Kitten will ship you a gift box with all your erotic essentials, from ropes and handcuffs to massage oils and vibrators. It's your one-stop shop for a perfect evening. Like a Kitten offers 24 creatively themed boxes for any occasion that will encourage you to play in ways you've never imagined before. The Booty Box contains everything you need for anal, whether you're a booty beginner or a pro. The Daring Date Night Box will help you break out of the same old dull routine with your partner. Spice things up by sharing a sexy secret on your next dinner date. Then there's the Flirty Festival Box, It's the perfect bachelorette gift for your festival-loving bestie. I got the Forbidden Fruit Box with the rosy gold anal plug, Poppin' Rocks explosive sex candy, water-based lube, water slide aquatic stimulator, and best of all, the Purrs Like a Kitten USB rechargeable silicone vibe. 
It's hard to believe that most of these boxes contain a toy that retails for more than the entire box alone. So these boxes containing multiple gifts are a steal. And Like a Kitten is offering Body Storytelling's listeners 15% off when you go to likeakitten.com slash D-I-X-I-E or enter code Dixie at checkout. Remember, these boxes are all at least 25% off retail value. So with this special discount of 15%, you'll receive a total of 40% off retail value. Surprise your partner now with a box from Like a Kitten. Just go to likeakitten.com slash Dixie or use the code D-I-X-I-E to get 15% off. And there's a link in this episode's description. Meow. Well, I had a lot of fun finding a story for you this week. And it's one from the archives. Back when we used to have Allison Moon in San Francisco. We would have Allison at every single San Francisco body storytelling. And you could tell because the audience track from the live show would always have her very, very distinctive laugh. People used to say that if Allison and I ever needed another career, our laughs could probably pay our bills. She has the best laugh. And even better than that is she is a phenomenal storyteller. This story is from when we performed at San Francisco Sketchfest, which is a comedy festival. And we took our dirty storytellers to a comedy festival and they ate us up. So let me tell you about this week's storyteller. Allison Moon is the author of five books, including the instant classic Sex Education Guide, Girl Sex 101, and the erotic memoir, Bad Dyke. Her newest book is Getting It, a guide to hot, healthy hookups and shame-free sex. She's an author. She's a storyteller. She is brilliant. This storyteller is Allison Moon. You love me best? Is that what you said? Yeah. My pants? You like my pants? I like my pants too, thanks. They set off the TSA thing today though. <laughs> they did, I'm like, I can never wear tinsel again apparently, but uh, yeah. Um, hi, so I have a question for you guys. You seem like the kind of audience who would know the answers. Um, what's better than a bisexual man? Two bisexual men. What's better than two bisexual men? Close. Two bisexual men making out. What's better than two bisexual men making out? Oh, that's good. I like that. I'll try that next time. Uh, two bisexual men making out with their dicks in this guy's mouth. Or so I thought. Um, so there comes a time in every dyke's life where she looks at an erect cock and goes, hmm. <laughs> For me, it was r- roughly eight years ago and the cock was attached to the man who would become my partner. Uh, and two years into that relationship and roughly 700 or so tours of said cock, uh, I was riding him one day in my apartment with the sunlight streaming in across his beard and hairy, smooth, breastless chest. (laughs) And I thought, maybe I'm not a lesbian anymore. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe, possibly, theoretically, I might be bi. <laughs> but I had to put it to the test. Uh, because the truth was, I still deeply preferred women almost exclusively, except for one, six, six and a half inch exception. Uh, <laughs> But I figured, you know, like, maybe I have been just limiting myself all these years. Maybe I had that epiphany of, like, oh, well, like, maybe I just, you know, needed to expand my repertoire of gender appreciation. Um, I was in an open relationship with this man. I figured this was an opportunity. Uh, so the opportunity really presented itself when we went to a place that I will call kink camp. Uh, kink camp is exactly what it sounds like. It's like summer camp for kinky perverts. Uh, yeah, so instead of like, uh, salute your shorts, it's salute your sir. Uh, instead of capture the flag, it's capture the runaway slave. Uh, instead of, yeah. oh, it happens, and it's amazing and challenging in all the right ways. Um, uh, yeah, so, um, and instead of mess halls, of course, it's messy holes. So otherwise, it's pretty much exactly the same thing. Um, so I was going to kink camp with my partner, Reed, uh, who was a bisexual man, and because I have really good taste, um, most of my lovers were going to be there. They are bisexual women, and most of their lovers were bisexual men, and I figured, well, this is an opportunity <laughs> to expand said repertoire to include peen as well as poon. <laughs> and so I figured, <laughs> you like that one, yeah? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one night, um, we are in the makeout room, and it's me and Reed and my lover, sometimes lover, Jessica, and her partner, Brad. And the four of us are cuddling and chatting, and I'm like, oh, wait, this is that thing that I was thinking about. And so I say, I have an idea. Reed, Brad, would you like to make out with each other while your girlfriends watch? And Brad, being a slut and eager to please, said, in this delectable baritone, well, yes, that'd be lovely. <laughs> All right, we are on the right track. I say, Reed, darling, would you like to make out with Brad so that your girlfriend can watch? And he's, he, being a slut, was about to say yes, but he also realized that he had leverage. Uh, so he said, what are you bringing to the table? <laughs> and I said, okay, fine. Why don't you guys make out while I put your dicks in my mouth. And this is what we call in polyamory a win-win, win-win. <laughs> so the gentlemen started rubbing their beards together in that holiest of ways as I worked my way down their torsos. And I pulled down their underwear and their little semi-erections sprang out in that way I find so cute. <laughs> and I start giving them some attention. <laughs> and now, um, I had very, really, really only clocked a significant time on one penis, Reed's penis. Um, I, had, I had had sex with men in college before, but like, 
to be perfectly frank. It was mostly like dildos attached to a smooth body. Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. I, you're lovely gentlemen, all in my memory. But I, I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't ever caring about their pleasure. It was, I would use them for their appendages. Um, and so now I was like, well, I was with this man, and I cared about his pleasure, and I cared about this other guy's pleasure, and I was like, I was, I was invested. And so I, I started doing the things to read that I knew that he liked. Um, from a number of years of you know, trial and error. So I, I gripped his penis firmly at the base, jerked the skin against his erectile tissue, avoided the frenulum, the crona, and everything at the top, not his thing. Uh, didn't do anything with the nipples, not his thing. Um, but I, I sucked really firmly, like the intense suction, so I'm gripping, I'm jerking, and I'm sucking. No nips. I'm gripping and I'm jerking and I'm sucking and no nips. And, and then I uh, look to move to Brad. And now here's where I think I may have made my first mistake. Uh, because I was working under the misapprehension that I think probably is common, particularly among lesbians, but maybe among people in general, that, um, well, I guess having gone down on many women, I always see vulvas as these like deeply intricate, very specifically calibrated organs that you know, work very well with the hormones and the nerve endings, and, and they're like these codexes of pleasure that you have to find the right combination to <laughs> to get them to open up, you know? In that way, I kind of consider vulvas to be like the Reese's peanut butter cups <laughs> of the genital system. In that there might be a wrong way, but there's no one way to eat a vulva. I think I may have misinterpreted the fact that I considered penises to be like the dum-dums of the genital system. In that, you really just put them in your mouth, swirl them around a couple times. There's really only one way to eat a lollipop. So I move over to Brad, and I grip his cock at the base, and I jerk the skin against erectile tissue, avoiding the frenulum, start sucking real hard, and he goes... Allison, sorry, sorry, time out. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so I really love like tickling the frenulum and the crona. Um, you know, shaft stuff doesn't do a lot for me. I love nipple stimulation. If you want to touch my balls, just squeeze real hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Thank. Yeah. Thank you for talking. Thank you for speaking up. That's great. So, so I'm tickling and I'm tweaking and I'm squeezing. And I'm licking, and I'm tickling, and I'm tweaking, and I'm squeezing, and I'm licking, and I'm tickling, and I'm tweaking, and I'm squeezing, and I'm licking, and I'm tickling, and I'm tweaking, and squeezing, and then Reed is like, oh, okay, I'm happy. I'm like, no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm gripping, and I'm jerking, and I'm sucking, and no nips, and I'm gripping, and I'm jerking, and I'm sucking, and no nips, and now I'm tickling, and I'm tweaking, and I'm squeezing, and I'm licking, and I'm tickling, and now I'm gripping, and I'm jerking, and I'm squeezing, and I'm, and I'm, it feels like spinning plates, right? If I leave one for too long, it kind of starts to wobble and and at some point I just start skiing. <laughs> and maybe I mix it up and I cross-country ski a little bit. <laughs> but this shit is way harder than I thought it would be. And Reed sees the sweat on my brow and the furrow that is forming and he just kind of grabs his penis. I'm gonna win. He just starts jerking himself. Like, thank you, baby. Thank you. 
bless her heart, sees me, and she's like, yeah, and she just kind of grabs Brad's penis away from me, and she starts doing this thing that I just don't even understand. <laughs> and so then he's satisfied, and I, I just sit there, and I watch the gentlemen take care of themselves, and I realize a couple things about myself. Still super gay. Still super gay. Uh, other than that one thing. But I tried, you know, guys, I tried. And ultimately, the, the, the lesson that I took from that is that too many dicks do spoil the dyke. <laughs> Thank you. Went home. What are the chances? Everyone's dancing and he's not with you. The universe must have defined us. What am I gonna do? Not grab your wrist. I could be a better boyfriend than him. I could do the shit that he never did. Up on that, I won't quit. Thinking I'm gonna steal you from him. Be such a gentleman Plus all my cards would fit I could be a better boyfriend I don't need to tell you twice All the ways you can't suffice If I could give you some advice I would leave with me tonight The universe must have defined this Ladies first, baby, I insist That he never did Up on that, I won't quit Thinking I'm gonna steal you from him I could be such a gentleman Plus all my clothes would fit was Boyfriend by Dove Cameron. You may have noticed that Body has paused its live shows. You know, I thought if I made it through lockdown, I'd have it all worked out, but that was not true. In order to keep Body going, I need to invest in tech right now. We're moving online for a while, so a donation of any kind is greatly appreciated. We're Body Storytelling on Venmo, PayPal, Cash App. So if you can spare a few dollars, you'll help with our live streaming setup expenses. Or become a member of Body's Patreon now, and that's a great way to keep this ship afloat. 
because we're trying to make body better than it ever was before. I love this weird job I do, and I want to continue doing it. And that means continuing to send the podcast, live streams, and soon live shows out to you. I want body to be available everywhere because stories make us realize that there are other people out there like us who love stories that go all the way. Our Patreon is at patreon.com slash body, and you'll find donation links in the show notes for this episode. Thanks, and happy holidays. Okay, this is the end of the podcast, but I know you've been wanting to ask me this, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you. You want to know what to get me for the holidays. I know you do. You're just shy to ask. So here it is. I want you to write a review for the Body Storytelling Podcast. It means a lot. I get to read your words. Oh my God, that means so much to me. And it means that other people find this podcast and they realize they're okay exactly as they are. You can change lives just by posting some information about how much you like this podcast. And you're at the end of it, so you probably do. So write me a review. That's all I want this year. Thanks in advance for that. Thank you for rating, subscribing, and writing that review. It means so much. And while I'm thanking you for that in advance, I also want to thank the people who make this podcast possible. Thank you to Donald Mooney, David Grossoff, Ruben Tan, Mosa Maxwell-Smith, Ty McKenzie, and podcast producer Roman Den Haldeker. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delator, and this has been episode 254 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. But wait, before you go, in the spirit of the holidays, I want to gift you another amazing podcast rec from our Pleasure Podcast Network. Holly Randall Unfiltered is my favorite resource for meeting the performers in the adult industry. I mean, we're all three-dimensional beings, right? And Holly's interviews showcase these talented actors in a whole new way. Here's a quick hello from the host, and I hope you'll give Holly Randall Unfiltered a listen. Hey guys, I'm Holly Randall, and I am an erotic photographer, director, and producer. I started a podcast called Holly Randall Unfiltered, where I interview the biggest names in the adult industry. My goal with this show is to show the world what the adult industry is really like, and what really happens behind the scenes, what these porn stars are actually like as people, not just as performers, and show the world this is a real job, we actually take it seriously, And we have a lot of fun doing it at the same time. So make sure that you tune in to Holly Randall Unfiltered. You can find it anywhere you get your podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, you name it. And come learn what the porn industry is actually like.